You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date with what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, Mansfield City Council has called a special meeting for later today to discuss a soil contamination lawsuit. Before we begin, a quick thanks to our sponsors at Uncommon Nostalgia, the purveyors of memories. Located at 34 West 4th Street in Mansfield, next to the boot life, Uncommon Nostalgia has all of your favorite memories, from toys, action figures, comics, video games, apparel, and more. They're open six days a week. For more information, give them a call at 419-524-5242. Now our feature story. Last week, the Mansfield City Council met for an extensive three-hour meeting, and they've now scheduled a special session for today to deliberate on a crucial piece of legislation. This special session, set for 5.30 p.m. at the Municipal Building, is focused singularly on a bill that could have major implications for the city. The bill in question authorizes Dave Remy, the Public Works Director, to sign necessary documents. These documents are pivotal for Mansfield's participation in two partial settlements of the ongoing PFAS litigation involving major corporations like DuPont and 3M. The specifics of these settlements remain under wraps, but their importance can't be overstated. This development follows a series of events that began earlier this year when Mansfield joined a federal class action lawsuit. This lawsuit targets companies accused of contaminating soil and water at the mansfield Lom Regional Airport. In a closed-door executive session in September, council members received updates from attorneys representing Mansfield and other communities involved in this lawsuit against over two dozen companies, including DuPont. The core of the lawsuit revolves around products containing PFAS, particularly substances like perfluoroctanoic acid and perfluoroctane sulfonate. These forever chemicals, as they're often called, were discovered in the groundwater, surface water, and soil around the former Ohio Air National Guard's 179th Airlift Wing at the Mansfield Airport. When Mansfield initially filed its lawsuit in Richland County Common Pleas Court in February, it made serious allegations. Over 30 companies were accused of designing, manufacturing, and selling products containing these harmful chemicals dating back to the 1960s. These products range from Teflon to Scotchgard, waterproofing compounds, and even firefighting agents like aqueous film-forming foam used in military bases and airports. The use of these products, as alleged in the lawsuit, has resulted in the detection of PFOS in the city's property, posing potential health and environmental risks. The city's legal action is a significant step in addressing these long-standing environmental concerns, and the outcome of this special council session could be a turning point in Mansfield's fight against industrial pollution. Next, some Ohio history. Did you know that Deborah Monk is an actress, singer, and writer from Ohio? Monk first gained recognition as a co-writer and star of the 1982 musical Pump Boys and Dinettes. She won a Tony Award for her performance in Redwood Curtain and received nominations for her roles in three other shows. In 2000, she earned an Obie Award for The Time of the Cuckoo. She has appeared in over 30 films since the early 1990s, including The Bridges of Madison County and The Devil's Advocate. On television, she won a Primetime Emmy for her role in NYPD Blue and appeared in shows like Law & Order, Grey's Anatomy, and Damages. She recently appeared in the TV series The Gilded Age and in the last season of American Horror Story. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember and celebrate the life of Jacqueline Rendell. Jacqueline was born in Sanborn, Iowa in 1926. She enjoyed attending water aerobics and was involved in a group called Tops. She was a member of St. Peter's Catholic Church and was a faithful volunteer. She enjoyed knitting, quilting, and word search puzzles. In her early years, she was active with the Girl Scouts. 
She was preceded in death by her husband, Bernard. Jacqueline is survived by her children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and her sister. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Jacqueline's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com slash obituaries slash submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 